Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pitch to Chad, a fastball, and he strokes it dead center. On the run, Lagares at the wall and out of room. Chad Pinder picks the team up and carries them around on a three-run homer. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome into the A's Clubhouse Show. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend this afternoon. An incredibly frustrating loss for the Oakland A's and Ken Korak joining us here on the A's Clubhouse show. Ken, you know, the immediacy of this can maybe make it a loss a little bit, but I'm really racking my brain trying to think of a time that I can remember a more frustrating loss for the A's. I think maybe like a balk off that happened. If I'm right, it was like way back with Justin Dukeshire, but like short of things like that. I mean, the way that this game unfolded, it's pretty tough. That Bokoff, I think, was in Seattle in a first and third situation, but I could be wrong. And I yeah, think no, right. it was, yeah, it was, was rough. Thinking. Yeah, it was rough. I mean, it's just been that kind of a season. It's a season in microcosm where the A's, you know, couldn't score. And, you know, Robbie Ray, he won the Cy Young for a reason, but they had chances to score more than one. Montas was great. I really felt, and Vince and I were talking about it as early as the second or third inning, that he could throw a no-hitter today and came really close. Really had, Really thought he had a shot to do it, but then... You know, tough matchup in the ninth inning with their hitters, and uh, you know you got to throw the ball over the plate, and with the bullpen minus uh, Danny Jimenez, and it just, you know, it's just been a really, really rough year, and losses like this are starting to to pile on the ball club. Yeah, I can see it already on my Twitter feed. I got so many people that are tweeting me or texting me about like 1979, about the the A's team of 1979 compared to this team, and it's well, you don't want right that. No, definitely not. But you're right because Frankie Montas was brilliant through eight innings, and you don't want to lose out on what what he did. We don't want to completely lose perspective and get buried because it is a loss. It went at the end, but he was brilliant. But this has got to come to an end at some point because, like you said, I think what makes this harder is it's not like you lost this by giving up singles or the Mariners hitters just you know some beat some good pitches, just self-inflicted wounds there in the ninth inning yeah. in the A's bullpen. There's not much we can say, Joe. Beside that, I mean, you're right. And Frankie could easily have seven wins instead of the three. He's three and seven. We mentioned that in the ninth inning. And I give credit to Frankie because he's pitched through all that, hasn't let the frustration or the distraction of being involved in so many rumors regarding a trade get to him. Uh, You know, I'm sure there were 29 other teams paying attention today, right? Especially those who might be thinking about trying to call David Forrest and Billy Bean and you know, you can't pitch any better. And that's the thing about Montas is that watching him pitch today and watching Robbie Ray, it was like a throwback to me to the days when you used to watch Koufax and Drysdale and, you know, face off against guys like Gibson and Marshall. I'm maybe not putting these guys in that, that class. Don't get me wrong, but it's delightful. It's so much fun to see great pitching on display. And we saw that from both those guys today. Yeah, I think about Montas today because, you know, he did pitch well, but he got challenged a few times. And what I really liked about it is in those moments, 
He really dug deep. We saw him, you know, throwing 99 miles an hour, just challenging guys, you know, unafraid. And it, that was inspiring. But I, I think the heartbreak and, you know, you, we've kind of alluded to it a little bit is you don't want these losses to spill into the clubhouse and have that negativity kind of take over a season like this, because it's hard enough just trying to keep everybody motivated and working through how tough this season has been, especially with the expectations. But you don't want these losses to really start to poison that well. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think so far they've played with enthusiasm, but just one of those years, Joe, where they're they're a little shy, and yeah. we'll see. And I think that, you know, to me, you you want to see guys, you want to kind of latch on to people that you think you can go forward with. I know Townie and I have talked about this a bunch, but, I mean, the A's aren't going to contend this year. We know that. But can you build something for the future? And that's the most important thing from my perspective is who are the guys you can identify that you can go forward with and hopefully build the next contending A's team. All right, Kim, well, I'll let you get out of here. I'm going to want to get some A's fans, give them a chance to voice their frustrations about this loss and the way that it just completely turned. You know, it's kind of like the the opposite of a walk-off. You know, when everything builds up and you get all that energy and positivity, this is kind of the opposite of that today. Nope, it wasn't a whole lot of fun from that standpoint. You're right, Joe. (laughs) They've had a lot of tough losses, and like I said, this one goes right to the top, so... We'll talk to you again, Joe. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Ken Korak, on the call today. So it's a mixed bag for the Oakland A's in today's loss. You had the brilliance of Frankie Montas, and I don't want that to get completely buried because he was spectacular today. He deserves all of his flowers for what he did for the A's today, but it came down to self-inflicted wounds for the A's in their bullpen. You had walks in the inning. You had wild pitches. It wasn't like the Mariners were getting the job done, smacking the ball around against this A's bullpen. Just an inability to find the strike zone in the end and an incredibly frustrating loss. I'm really racking my brain trying to think of a worse loss. I talked about that Justin Dukeshire walk-off we, uh, against the Mariners, I believe, uh, <laughs> another game against the Mariners. So if you want to line up your calls, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. If you want to line up your calls, you can also hit me up on Twitter, at VegasJoeHughes. If you want to get in on the brilliance of Frankie Montas, or maybe you've got something that uh, can compete with what happened today for the worst loss that you can remember for an A's team, because this one is going to have to rank right up there with it. So let us know what you've got. We'll continue to roll along. We're going to bring you some of the highlights, because there were some highlights from this game. We'll talk about that on the other side as we continue to roll along. A's falling to the Mariners. They were swept at home over this three-game series, an incredibly frustrating loss as the A's fall to the Mariners this afternoon, all falling apart in the ninth inning. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend as we roll along on the A's Clubhouse. Coming in at five foot three inches, it's number one mom. She switched to Xfinity and got the all new three for one bundle. Unlimited internet, streaming, and Xfinity Mobile. All for what you could pay wireless companies for just one 5G unlimited line. Boom shakalaka. Go to Xfinity.com slash three for one, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit an Xfinity store today. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires post-pay Xfinity Internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply to all services and devices. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage. And of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. 
This is A's Clubhouse. Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. A frustrating loss for the green and gold after a brilliant pitching performance from Frankie Montas, who carried a no-hitter until two outs in the eighth inning, unable to get those final four outs, and he wasn't the only one. The A's unable to get those final four outs uh, when they needed it and keep themselves in the lead. It was a tight game. A's led one to nothing most of the way. So if you want to get in here, 833-625-2278 is the number if you want to line your calls up, vent some frustrations, or if you have an idea about maybe a worse loss, if you can remember a worse loss in A's history, I brought up a, a balk-off where the A's lost. I believe it was a Justin Dukeshire balk-off, and I believe that game was in Seattle against the Mariners. So another frustrating loss against the Mariners. But if you've got something that will beat either one of those, Feel free to line up the number 833-625-2278. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at VegasJoeHughes. And I give you a chance to line up those calls as we go through the highlights from this game. Because early on, it actually looked like it was going to be a good start for the Oakland A's. Able to get to uh, Robbie Ray early on in this game before he was able to settle in. Frankie Montas started his day with a quick 1-2-3 inning in the top of the first. And the A's actually managed to do something we haven't seen too much of. They got to string some offense together. Sheldon Noisy led off with a single to right. Jonah Bride, he would fly out to second. And Ramon Laureano flew out to left. But then Sean Murphy worked a walk. So he had runners at first and second with two outs for Christian Bethencourt. Left-hander, a backward glance. They lead from first and second. The pitch to Bethicourt is a ground ball. And through into left field for a base hit. Noises around third. Here's a throw to the plate. And it's not going to be in time. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. Well hit ball and right through the shift. Right past the shortstop. Crawford going to his left. And the second baseman, Adam Frazier. And Bethicourt comes through. And the A's have the early lead. Now that snapped an 0 for 12 for Christian Bethencourt, his first hit of the homestand. It was the first run for the A's in this homestand that didn't come from a home run or a wild pitch, staking the green and gold to a 1-0 lead. And they've been very good this year when getting that first run of a game, but unfortunately it wouldn't work out. I mean, that was about it. It was a pretty clean game for the offense until later on. But we started to get glimpses that Frankie Montas might have something special cooking on. That included in the fourth inning as he was able to get out of a jam. One ball, one strike. And Montas back to the plate. And a fastball hit high in the air to left. Easy chance for Pinder. He'll come in a few strides. He'll camp, make the catch. One, two, three, and four. Hitless innings for Frankie Montas. On to the bottom of the fourth inning. one nothing Oakland. Yeah, he was cruising along, and really, that was about it. It was a pretty clean game until two outs in the bottom of the fifth inning. That's where we saw a little bit of action, a scary play at first base when Sheldon Noisy hit a sharp ground ball to third, the throw across the diamond. It came back into the home plate side of first base as Ty France tried to catch the ball. It took his glove into a part of Sheldon Noisy. The glove came off, but... Ty France was hurt on that play. It looked like maybe his wrist or his shoulder was forced into a position he didn't want to go. He would go down on the ground for a little while. He did get up, leave the game on his own power, replaced by Dylan Moore. As noisy was credited with a single. Jonah Bride, he followed with a fly out to right. That would end that inning. But just now, hoping that Ty France is okay. It was a free play. Nothing dirty about it, but the ball just kind of finding the wrong place at the wrong time. Frankie Montas would just kind of keep rolling along at that point. He had a stretch of 15 straight Mariners that he retired between a two-out walk in the second inning 
and a two-out walk in the seventh inning. Coming to Jesse Winkler, uh, Winker, he would respond by getting a, a tough pitch right there at that point as the uh, Mariners were starting to threaten against Frankie Montas, but he was able to get out of the jam once again. Here's the windup, and Frankie Montas delivers, and it's a ground ball to first. Routine play to Seth Brown. He goes to the bag, and that's six innings of no-hit baseball thrown by Montas. We go to the bottom of the sixth, one nothing A's. That was in the bottom of the sixth inning as he worked in and out of trouble. I mean, it was a great day for Frankie Montas as we uh, skipped ahead to uh, later on in that game when uh, it was getting close to the uh, the ninth inning, and you're starting to think, oh, man, is this guy going to have it? Top of the eighth inning, Montas got the first two outs, and that was setting the scene as he was looking very sharp in this game before Adam Frazier came in. Not really a hard-hit ball, but that was the end of the no-hitter as we skip ahead to the eighth inning and see how the Mariners got their first hit of the game. Now the A's fans sensing the drama and the importance of the moment. Come back alive here with two out of the eighth inning. Montas now is going to step off, and Frazier stays in the box, taps the plate with his bat. Deep in the box, an even stance. And now the 1-2 delivery by Frankie is swung on line to left. That's going to get down for a hit. So the first hit of the ball game is Montas gives it a gives it Frankie Montas gives it a great run today seven and two thirds innings of no hit baseball and a clean single to left angle toward the line by Adam Frazier and Pinder went over to field it and played it back he was four outs away. Yeah, a letdown of sorts because Frankie Montas was spectacular today. Luis Torrens would follow with another single. So you had two outs, and all of a sudden, the Mariners have a rally going. It was still just a one-run game, which really added to the tension throughout the afternoon. Scott Emerson would jog out to the mound to talk with Frankie Montas, giving him a chance to settle down to catch his breath after those hits. And J.P. Crawford, the Mariners' star, giving him a battle Montas pitch count climbed over 100 pitches, but he still had gas in the tank. And in the most important at bat of the game so far, Montas got a ground out to end the game and keep the shutout intact. And once again, the 3 2 pitch will be on the way. As Frankie is slowing down the pace, not a bad idea. Now working from the first base side. And again, the runners will be going from first and second. He's at the belt. Here it is. A 3-2 is swung on. Bounce to the right side. Charges second. Bryant has it. Throw to first in time. Well, he didn't get the no-hitter, but he slams his fist into his glove in a brilliant effort today. Standing ovation from the fans behind the ace dugout. Seven and two-thirds. Dazzling, dominant, no-hit innings. Gives up back-to-back hits, but finishes off the eighth inning with Crawford and the ground ball to second. Montas just sensational on this Thursday afternoon and we go to the bottom of the eighth the issue is still in doubt it's one nothing athletics yeah as we found out the issue was very much still in doubt top of the ninth inning Frankie Montas had carried the load for the Oakland A's so Zach Jackson was called upon from the A's bullpen to try and close this game out get the final three outs for Frankie Montas after all the work that he had done a couple of walks did make it pretty tense. Jackson did get a couple of outs, including a big strikeout. Dylan Moore is at second. Winkers at first. one nothing A's. Here's the stretch by Jackson. And Suarez swings and misses. Down he goes in a breaking ball.
tough pitch and for Suarez four at bats four K's. Well that was tense right there. I mean the game still you've got two outs two runners on a one run game and the A's just need one more out. So Mark Kotze decides to get aggressive. He says he's not going to wait around and goes and brings in A.J. Puck who just did not have his command today. He really struggled with it and you could see right when he came in the game he didn't look sharp and was really challenging Christian Bethencourt behind the plate, who was diving all over the place, high and low, inside, outside, trying to contain these puck pitches, and he just wasn't able to do it. Puck from the stretch, and the pitch to Toro is on the way, and that's high and outside, back to the screen. Coming down the line is Moore. He scores a tying run. Now the throw gets away, and it's backed up by Sheldon Noisy, and it's 1-1 one to one in the ninth. And Frankie Montas, for all of his brilliance today, gets another no decision. And Scott Emerson goes to the mound. So as frustrating as that was, and it was incredibly frustrating, it's still just a tied game. One to one, A's needing just one more out. But you could see A.J. Puck just did not have his command today. He was struggling with his control, really not sure where his release point was and where these pitches were going to wind up in the zone. So two outs, you've got the situation in control, right? Maybe get out of this and try to have a walk-off and kind of turn that frown upside down, but nope, not the case for the Oakland A's today. 3-1 pitch in a tie game. Here it is, and that's a strike on the inside corner of Toro, 3-2. and two. Toro is batting right for the first time this afternoon against Montas. Struck out and bounced out twice. He has six home runs and 17 RBIs. One to one in the ninth. Runners at second and third. And the 3 2 pitch is inside. That goes back to the screen. Here comes Winker. He scores the go ahead run. And it's two to one. Do you believe this? Tremel or uh, Padlow goes to third. Scoring was Winker. Padlow advancing from second to third. It's ball four to Toro. And it's two to one Mariners in the ninth. Yep. The sigh that you hear around the Bay Area was the sigh of frustration for A's fans, as that's pretty much how it ended. The A's not able to mount a comeback in the ninth after four walks and two wild pitches doing in the A's, who led one to nothing almost the entire game. They led from the first inning, the bottom of the first inning, all the way until that ninth inning when the Mariners able to come back and beat the green and gold without needing a hit to do it, without needing, you know, really to do much except sit there and let the A's implode. Their bullpen imploding on them today. And man, maybe the most frustrating loss of the season. I'm really racking my brain trying to think of a worse loss that I can come to off the top of my head. So Marcus, Greg, Jim, and Sonora, I see you guys there. We're going to get to your phone calls and a chance to vent your frustration. 833-625-2278. 833-625-2278. You can also hit me up on Twitter at Vegas Joe Hughes. We're going to step aside for just a brief moment. We'll get your calls on the other side as we roll along with a frustrating loss for the Oakland A's here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the internet, not to mention drones, duct tape, and the hot dog. It's all thanks to the power of human connections. And Ring Central's here to make that even easier, more seamlessly and securely, on a platform built to grow your business. Say hello to a whole new way to say hello. Visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities. 
Ring Central. Message, video, phone, together. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures, no worries ahead. Because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are-we-there-yets, and you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. Now, you know when it came to my KFC meal, I had to put some thought into it. KFC, man, take your order. So I started off with a warm and toasted brioche bun. Word of advice, do not sleep on brioche buns. They're French and they're fire. Come on. Now, for the star of the show. Have you ever seen such a beautiful chicken sandwich? you got to make mine spicy. Add a side of mac and cheese, secret recipe fries, ranch, and an ice-cold lemonade. And there you have it. Check out the new Jack Harlow meal at KFC. Order ahead or on the KFC app today. Prices and participation may vary. This is A's Clubhouse. Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. I'm Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend this afternoon talking about an incredibly frustrating A's loss to the Mariners. Frankie Montas was brilliant today. He went eight innings, uh, went, yeah, eight innings, nearly had a no-hitter going on. He carried that into the eighth inning before a two-out single broke it up, but he managed to get out of trouble in the eighth inning. Maintaining a one-run lead, something the A's have not done this year, is give run support to Frankie Montas or really any of their starting pitchers for that matter. But Frankie Montas really has been the victim of that more often than not. Kind of that Tim Hudson bad luck on a day like today where he pitches really well. And then an implosion of the A's bullpen in the ninth inning as they give up a lead without really a hit. It was walks and wild pitches as they were unable to get the job done and help Frankie Montas get a much-deserved win. So your calls about this loss, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. If you want to vent some frustration or you know, just tell us if you've got a worse loss than what we saw. I know sometimes we can be victims of the last thing I saw is the best case, or in this case, the worst thing I saw. You know, that can happen sometimes, but if you've got a worse loss that pops off the top of your head, we want to know about it here. Marcus in New Hampshire checking in after the A's loss today. What's going on, Marcus? Hey, how you doing, Joe? I'm doing, I was doing pretty good up until about the ninth inning. <laughs> yeah, listening to those, uh, the replay of that last inning wasn't, wasn't great. But, um, yeah, well, first things first, um, I'm glad that you're doing the post-game show instead of Townie because I could already hear him saying, why are you taking Montas out? That's what he's built for, right? To go the distance. No comment but, um, on what he and I have been texting back and forth with each other. No comment. Uh, I'd love to see those texts. Um, but yeah, with being out here on the East Coast, um, I tend to only watch like the, the afternoon games or the East Coast games. So especially during a season like this, but it's 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 tough seeing Montas pitching the way he's pitching and. 
us just not being able to support him. But he's like one of the one of the few bright spots we have this year, unfortunately. Yeah, Marcus, you're right. I mean, you look at the numbers for Frankie Montas, and they're actually pretty good. I mean, for the most part, part of the problem is the A's really have not supported him. This was another game where they scored just one run for Frankie Montas. And, I mean, that's kind of been the majority of his starts this year. You look at his overall record. I mean, it, let's see. Uh, final game of the series, they, they've won it here. I'm just pulling it up right now where this is the 11th time in his 15 starts where he's gotten one or fewer run. And the A's are now just 3-13 and 13 in games that Frankie Montas has pitched. And if you needed any more proof that it's not him, <laughs> today was the day for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... One one nice thing that I saw about today's game is uh, there's a pop up in like the sixth inning or so to, to Elvis in in short left field and Elvis almost lost it in the sun. So when Frankie saw that, he started giving a chuckle. So it's good seeing him still have still enjoying what he's doing, especially on a team like this. Um, I mean, one of the few things I'm looking forward to is seeing where Frankie lands and kind of the return we get for him. I mean, I hope I hope he gets to a contender and is able to keep it up, but. Um, but yeah, that's really, really all I got for today. I appreciate you taking the call, Joe. All right. Thanks, Marcus. Appreciate you checking in from New Hampshire. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's kind of the next step for Frankie Montaz. And a game like today is only going to help the A's as they try and get a great return for a guy that, you know, just like some of these other players that we've seen leave the A's, you want him to wind up in a good situation. You know, we like these guys. We like Sonny Gray. We want him to wind up in a situation where he's happy. We like Matt Olson. We wish all of these guys were staying here with, with the A's, but over the last 20 years, we've kind of gotten used to this, and these guys that we really like, we want to make sure that if it's not here with the A's, that they wind up in a good situation. And, you know, he brought up a great point about uh, uh, Frankie Montas being able to smile through that kind of dicey pop fly that Elvis Andres was able to corral there because he did keep a great perspective. You were able to see he was clearly frustrated walking out of the A's dugout there in the ninth inning, but he didn't go over the top about it. You know, he was, it was disappointed just like the rest of us were, because as much as we feel this, those guys feel it a lot more. So we're going to continue rolling along with your calls. We've got Greg in San Luis Obispo wants to chime in about today's loss. What's going on, Greg? Joe, tough call for you today, brother. Filling in for Townie, probably not the, uh, the best situation for you. God bless you. Well, I went from thinking I was going to talk about a no-hitter to having to talk about what happened in the ninth <laughs> inning, so it just kind of flips the script a little bit. What a roller coaster for Vegas, Joe. Unbelievable. Went from a no-hitter to probably, um, I'm with you, I can't think of a worse loss. The only, the only loss I can think of off the top of my head that was worse than this was Kirk Gibson's walk-off. I mean, I, <laughs> obviously the, the stakes were a lot higher going back to 88, but I mean, I, you, I mean, the Mariners beat us without getting a hit in the ninth. I mean, it's 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 such a circus. It's such, you know, Dallas, Dallas Braden likes to say pound town. I call this team clown town because <laughs> they just find different ways to lose. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it, I want to say it's going to get worse before it gets better. I don't know how it can get worse than this, Joe. I, I just, I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, what, what happened in the ninth inning, that's it was, it was shocking, frankly, before what happened, because as you mentioned, it was done without a hit. It's one thing to be frustrated when, you know, you get beat by the Mariners making some good hits and they did have some good at bats. I mean, it wasn't all just bad A's pitching for the most part. That was it, but they, they were grinding up at bats. They were fouling balls off and just kind of waiting for the A's to make the mistake that they did. And, wild pitches and it's just so tough that a lot of this happened with two outs it wasn't like this was the whole inning they were in trouble but two outs and wild pitches and walks doing in the A's today so just you know one of those days that you're just pulling out your hair and biting all your nails because that was frustrating Greg 
I want to start a hashtag called Free Frankie Montas. Get him out of here, man. He, he deserves so much better. He's better than this team. You know, I, I wish they could trade him tomorrow just to get him to a contender. I know that's probably not going to happen. I'm sure the A's will run it up to the deadline, and they'll, 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 they'll definitely be a Frankie sweepstakes. I'm sure all the scouts got the tape from today. And I mean, how, how, what a bulldog and what a performance by him. Get him out of here and get him to a team that, 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 that deserves him and that he deserves because this is just, you know, these are the darkest days. I've been an A's fan. You know, I was born in 75. I've been an A's fan. I was born into this life with, with my dad. Talked to Townie about it, being a season ticket holder in the 70s. This is the darkest days. I mean, as far as this will be the worst team in A's history, there's, there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, we're on pace right now to lose 110 games. Um, it's just, you know, not only is this season just scrapped. I mean, we're, we're, we're out of the hunt by, you know, mid-May. I mean, it's just that's pathetic in itself. But going forward, I mean, there's just – I don't know the direction here, and with the with the cloud hanging over our head with the stadium, I mean, it's just it, it's. I, I told, said this to Tony last week. It's a tough time right now to be an A's fan. I, I can't think of a darker time in, in in my time watching the A's than than this than this season and, and kind of going forward. I can't see this team being good for a couple of years unless we just make a bunch of moves at the deadline and get a bunch of prospects. There, there's really nothing on this roster that I think is is is, is something you want to build around. Yeah, Greg, I, I understand. I mean we're used to seeing the A's kind of tear down and rebuild, but usually you're able to kind of target in on those players that you're thinking, okay, you know, this is tough. It's going to be, you know, a bad season. It's going to be probably two or three bad seasons, but we're going to start watching these guys, you know, in years past, think about when the A's made deals and they brought in guys like Sean Manaya, And so you, you're able to kind of keep an, an, an eye on that name. You'd watch them through the minor leagues until they were able to crack the big leagues. You know, more recently was guys that maybe didn't pan out as well. Like a Jesus Luzardo was one of those guys. And AJ Puck was another one of those guys that you were kind of waiting for that to be the next era of this A's kind of transitional year. But it's tough right now because you're right. Those guys that we're really counting on to be the next generation to carry that, they're not here yet. So it's hard to watch that because some of the guys that you are watching, Jonah Bride, who, you know, I'm really excited to watch Jonah Bride continue to to shine. He was hitting in the two hole today and, you know, hasn't looked overwhelmed. You just don't know how high an upside that is. And until really you kind of get maybe a, a Shea Langoliers up here, a Zach Geloff, you know, those guys that are considered to have the higher ceiling for the A's in the prospect chart. And, you know, maybe Langoliers later on this year, Geloff probably not for another year. But, you know, until those guys really start kind of knocking on the door, it's going to be hard to get excited about that future. So, Greg, appreciate your phone call. We're going to roll along. Uh, talking about the A's frustrating loss today, if you want to continue to line up your phone calls, we're going to roll through this, give you a chance to vent some frustration. And if you've got a thought on a more frustrating A's loss, let us know. You know, misery loves company, so it's a good place to check in here on A's Cast, 833-625-2278. That's the phone number if you want to jump in. We're going to keep rolling along. We've got uh, Jim, I believe, in Sonora, uh, in Sonoma or Sonora? Sonoma. So- Sonoma. There you go. Jim in Sonoma checking in today after the A's frustrating loss. Jim, what's going on? Oh, say it ain't so, Joe. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> I wish oh, I could have just, you know, uh, blinked it at, at, at the. Uh, yeah, it reminds me of a game. Uh, we flew to New York to watch the A's and, uh, 10 years ago, 2012. And uh, we saw the A's. Uh, it was a battle. It was a high scoring game. I don't remember a lot. But uh, the A's scored uh, three runs in the, like the 12th inning. And then all we had to do was go three runs or less. Well, they scored four runs. Yeah, three runs or less. 
And I remember Pedro Figueroa gave it up. <laughs> and then Brandon Moss had an error with two outs in the, the 13th or something, and we lost the game. I mean, yeah. And I think they lost another game in the same series. We missed that game, thank God. Russell Martin hit a extra inning homer to walk off. Oh, God. Yeah, those, so yeah, those games are tough. But you know what? I, I think the difference in those games is the other team did something to win it. Like you mentioned, like it was a walk-off homer. And those are tough. But when you're doing self-inflicted wounds after your guy almost had a no-hitter and you lose the game by giving up two runs on walks and a no-hit and uh, and wild pitches, uh, that, that's just hard to stomach well, right uh, there. The, the two-out error with Moss was a game-ender. So that was yeah, not their deal. That was our deal. But a walk, walk, wild pitch, wild pitch. I'm going to hurt for a while. Yeah, I believe you, man. Oh, I'm right God. there with you, man. I appreciate you checking in because, yeah, this uh, this one hurts. And in a long season of losses that hurt, this one is is going to stand out. That is a tough one right now. So we're going to get your phone calls lined up. We're going to continue rolling along. 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We're going to continue rolling along with your phone calls. And uh, we're also going to get some post-game sound because I'm sure the uh, A's manager, Mark Kotze, will have some choice words about what happened in this game. Eh, it's just a frustrating loss. If you've got a more frustrating loss, we want to hear from you. Chime in. I've been going back to a, a, a loss against the Mariners. I believe it was a Justin Dukesher balk-off. And as Ken, I believe, correctly pointed out, it was first and third, and a balk called against Justin Dukesher, and the A's lost a game up in Seattle that was the first thing that I could think about when I was coming to these things, not talking about just walk-offs or frustrating playoff losses because those are bad too, but this is right up there. So Brad, Andrea, Tom, and uh, Mustang, Matt, and Disco Bay, hang in there. We're going to get to your calls, give you a chance to uh, vent some frustration as we roll along here on A's Clubhouse. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. 
Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA. Innovation is at the heart of Cal State East Bay. Like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students map genes from California's endangered plants. Or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu slash impact. Tracy, line one is looking for a quote on a mini split. Crazy spring temperatures are heating up Dwight HVAC phone lines. Next week we're booked solid. If they don't find more technicians, they'll be in hot water. How are we down three technicians in the past three weeks? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by interviewing on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. Rose and Santana takes on the inside corner. Bring him up. Strike three called. And the ball game is over. You're listening to A's Cast. And that swung on a high, deep drive. Left center field, way back. Pache in the alley at the track to the wall. He's there. And he runs it down. And Pache has done it again. He just simply outran that baseball. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. I'm Joe Hughes filling in for Chris Townsend this afternoon. Talking about what I think is probably the most frustrating loss of the season for the A's in a series of frustrating losses as they fall to the Mariners 2-1 to one today. The, the trouble today Frankie Montas was brilliant. He made a one-run lead holdup for almost the entire game, carried a no-hitter into the eighth inning, managed to keep it a shutout after getting into a little bit of trouble with his pitch count climbing over 100 pitches. The A's needing just three outs to seal the deal and get a a much-needed win, and it fell apart. Four walks, two wild pitches in the ninth inning, allowing the Mariners to score twice and earn that win. And I say earn that win, but to take that win... Uh, away from the Oakland A's. The A's had it down where they still had a chance where they just needed that final out. They had two outs and a chance to still win the game, but unable to close the door as the Mariners come back and uh, have an incredibly frustrating loss for the Oakland A's, wasting a brilliant effort by Frankie Montas. So we'll roll along with your calls and give you a chance to vent some frustration. 833-625-2278 is the number. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at Vegas Joe Hughes. As we check back in with the phone lines, we're going to start off with Brad in Napa talking about today's loss. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Uh, well, thoughts and prayers and condolences, I guess, across A's Nation. This is, uh, it's been a rough homestand. Uh, we were out to all six games, and um, you know, today actually felt great. I mean, trying to think of the positives, but Montas was – it was so much fun to watch, and there was a lot of energy in the stadium, even though it was pretty empty, but it felt great. Um, something I was thinking about last night, because last night was horrible. Um, how do you keep a team like this together, and whose job is it to keep a team together like this? I mean, these are young kids. Um, how does you mentioned you know when you're on with Ken Korak? How is the well? How does the well not get poisoned? I mean, how does Frankie Montas not just like lose it in the clubhouse today? 
Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. You know, and, and the number one person for that is going to be Mark Kotze. And that's going to be key for the A's, especially as a rookie manager. But he has a rapport with these guys, and he's a player. He's been through struggles himself. So the one thing he's not going to do is tell these guys, yeah, it's okay, we'll just get him tomorrow, no big deal. But he's going to focus on the positives, you know, like just like we did today. We focus on Frankie Montas, you know, pitching lights out today. He's going to focus on those kind of things with these guys. And it's going to take some of these guys that are veterans. You know, we saw Ramon Laureano coming to the A's in the dugout and venting some frustration when the team hadn't been hitting. So there are some veterans, despite all of the kind of key guys that were traded away. So it's not quite a fully young team, though there are some young players. And it's going to take those guys kind of setting the example and showing these guys that, you know, this isn't it. You know, like this is building towards something. And, you know, those older guys, their job is going to be to impart some knowledge on these young guys to let them know it's not always going to be this bad. There's going to be good days. We're going to have walk-off hits again. And just kind of that's going to be the key is just keeping that positive outlook that there are good times ahead, albeit hard to see. Yeah, I mean, hard to see, obviously, right now. There's a lot of great young players. And, you know, again, I'm trying to focus on the future and the positives. And and hopefully some of these kids um, like Bride, like like Pache can, can come through. I, you know, I again just being out at the, at the park and 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 seeing some of the body language um i mean t- today for example with loriano i mean thinking he's got just a, an easy home run and just starts trotting i mean and he ends up on second he should have been on third and you know same thing with with uh leadoff double and then we've got people swinging from their from their heels trying to hit home runs i mean it, the the way that the mariners won today is the way that the A's sort of, you know, have been scoring runs. You go back to Friday night, and they only got one run because of a wild pitch. So how are we going to manufacture runs? And if we're not doing that, then, you know, I just worry that I love Mark Cotte and I love the whole coaching staff. I worry that the team might start to turn, and then it just be, yeah, it just starts to, to toil. And then we don't get to see who Pachi is. We don't get to see who Bright is because just the attitude starts to spiral. But, you know, we're, we're A's fans for life. You know, I, we haven't seen this in a while, but, uh, you know, we're going to keep going out to games and keep supporting the team. And, you know, we just we, we just want to see see them succeed and at least see some positive out there on the field. Yeah. And Brad, you know, it, I just think of one thing is it, it, it would be more frustrating if there was something the A's weren't doing. If there was something clear that you're like, well, if, if we did this, we'd be winning. If we did that. I heard David Forrest on with Townie earlier this week. I think it was yesterday. Basically that right now, until those younger kind of high ceiling guys are up here, the A's are just a little overmatched right now. And, you know, we're seeing that kind of on a, on a nightly basis against some of these deeper teams that the A's just, they, they're just not able to match up yet now. And what's really frustrating, I think, for A's fans is it's not like every night you're getting blown out. I know they got blown out yesterday, but there's been a lot of losses like this where the game was close, you know, where it was a one-run game, a two-run game, and the A's just, they don't have the ability to match up right now that's going to be the difference because there is no margin of error for this team right now with the talent they have that's still trying to develop. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you're scoring one run a game or, you know, they're averaging three. And I think someone said last night there was a statistic, I think it was Korak, that said if they score three or less, they're, you know, six and 28 or something. And so, yeah, I mean, we just want to see runs and manufactured runs. But, yeah, we're, we're believers believe in the young kids, want to see them out there playing, want to see them play hard, 
um, you know, you know, we're, we're, we're rooting for everybody on that team. And, you know, Mark Kotze in particular, just we get, get this group of group of guys together and, and, and playing together and just, you know, just keep, keep focusing, focusing on the positive. That's it, Brad. That's the message, man. Appreciate right. the call. Focus on the positive man and have a good drive home. Glad you were able to uh, enjoy part of today. I mean, it was a beautiful day around the Bay area. And for the most part, you enjoyed Frankie Montas because the, it had a sour ending, the sour taste that you know you have in the in your mouth when you're leaving the game. That's not how the whole game went. It was a pretty well played game. It was tense for a lot of it, and Frankie Montas really had you kind of on the edge of your seat with how well he was pitching. And when he faced challenges, he was able to dig deep, throw 99 miles an hour, just challenging guys and saying, "I'm not going to lose this today." Because for eight innings, he put this team on their back. They gave him just the one run. I mean, the guy did. There's nothing else you could ask of him. I, I know somebody was joking about, you know, why'd you take him out? Well, you know, he did look a little taxed there. You know, a couple of, once the uh, the Mariners broke through with a single, they followed it up with another one, and he really had to buckle down against J.P. Crawford, who was able to foul some pitches off. So at that point, he's over 100 pitches, and he's laboring a little bit more. And you know, you're feeling good about some of the guys in your bullpen. Zach Jackson was a guy I'm sure that they felt really strong about now that Danny Jimenez is on the uh, the IL right now. So the plan made sense. It's going to be up to the players to execute it when Mark Kotze gives them an opportunity. It's not like Mark Kotze put guys in a position that they didn't have a chance to succeed today. It's just a rough day. You could see it from A.J. Puck. As soon as he came into that game, he just really didn't have his, his location dialed in, really not able to find the strike zone, and had Christian Bethencourt diving all over the place behind the plate trying to corral those balls and just unable to do it on those wild pitches that all of them coming in to hurt the A's. So rolling along with your phone calls, I think we're going to check in with uh, Tom in San Ramon right now. Tom, what's going on on a frustrating loss for the A's? Hey, Joe, it is frustrating. Nothing will ever be worse, though, than the 2014 uh, playoff loss to the Royals where Ooh. Lester just wouldn't throw to first base and our catcher just couldn't throw a guy out. And So as bad as today was, <laughs> nothing will ever be as painful as that. Yeah, um, that was so, a really yeah. painful one, no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I kind of want to echo uh, Brad. I liked his call. Um, <clears throat> I, I think super high level. Well, you know, a question for you. Let's okay. just pick some arbitrary year, you know, 2005, 2000, whatever. Would you have rather gotten a new stadium uh, announcement? Yes. Or I don't know what you're going to ask, but yes. The playoffs? <laughs> uh, right? so, would I rather gone deep into the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I, I'd rather go deep into the playoffs every year, you know, because I want to see the A's win. I'd like them to have a new ballpark, but, you know, winning at the Coliseum, I've had a good time at the Coliseum, regardless of how good the A's have been or when they've struggled. So a winning, you know, I think back uh, – Man, I was trying to think back about uh, this the other day. The A's and Tigers series, when Sonny Gray matched up against Justin Verlander, that mm. was one of the best playoff series that I've ever been to. I mean, that place was sold out like a football stadium up to the upper decks. The energy was palpable. And, you know, like, for I'd rather go deep into the playoffs because the reason we want a new ballpark is we want the A's to be able to compete more regularly throughout the, you know, not have these downturns for three years. You've seen the passion. Anybody that's grown up here and watched the A's over the last 20 years, this is a passionate, passionate fan base. A frustrated one, no doubt, but they are passionate, and you want to see that ability to bring that kind of energy to the ballpark every single night, not just, you know, for three years here and there in between playoff runs. Yeah, I totally agree. I was at one of those elimination games 
And even after these got eliminated, the whole ballpark was chanting, let's go Oakland, even after the loss. It was awesome. Um, and so the reason I ask is, you know, as bad as our record may be this year, if we can get, like, a great stadium announcement, I, you know, I, I think that will be such good news that it's something to look back on uh, quite favorably. And, you know, and maybe one more thought. I think right now is a little bit of a tough time because I feel like they're still tearing down because they haven't traded guys like Montas or Murphy yet. So I think maybe after the trade deadline, once we're really kind of rebuilding, I think that'll be encouraging because we'll have more prospects. We'll kind of really get to see the young minor leaguers kind of grow. And then we'll get more of a feel for who our future stars may be. Well, Tom, I 100% agree with you. I mean, that's the other thing about this is with that ballpark, because of the progress the A's have been able to show on Howard Terminal now, We've got some more tense moments coming up. It's going to be a long summer. There's going to be some ups and downs in that regard, but there's been so much progress made towards actually getting something done in Oakland, and I think that that is something that has really kind of helped A's fans in this transition. As frustrating as another teardown has been and as frustrating as this season has been and this loss today specifically, there is some grace left in the fact that the A's are trying to get this ballpark done that can secure a future for this team in this town and for these fans to, you know, hopefully be able to provide the kind of team that this fan base really just wants to see more consistently and not maybe the teardowns that we're, we've kind of grown accustomed to. It's, you know, just like we've talked about with this team it's not always going to be this way. You want it to be good for a long time. And the A's baseball operations has done a great job being able to kind of quickly turn this around. You think about some of these other organizations that, that really have struggled, a team like the Baltimore Orioles, you know, the Kansas City Royals, maybe another team on the up, Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm sorry, Cody, but another team that's really struggled for the better part of the last decade or two. You know, that hasn't been the case for the Oakland A's. This has been a contending team, a playoff team. And, you know, I think Tom is 100% right, is it makes it just a little bit easier that there's possible progress towards that ballpark at Howard Terminal, making this just a little bit more uh, sustainable, at least for the A's here. We're going to continue along with your phone calls. We're going to check in with Mustang Matt in Disco Bay. What's going on in Disco Bay? Man, so uh, <laughs> what a game. Here I am texting friends and letting them know, hey, I want to flip on the A's game. Looks like we got a no-hitter alert. And, uh, you know, and then the ninth inning happened. I mean, you got, of course, you got the, the hit gave up in the eighth inning. And he does a great job. And, you know, hats off to a guy like that. When I when I watched the post game, seeing, seeing some really, like, composed individuals, if that was me, I'd be throwing bats in the dugout. Like, I would be freaking out. It would just be not okay. And that's that's just because, you know, uh, a lot of baseball players, you know, they wear their, they wear their heart on their sleeve. And, they're, you know, they, they put their best effort forward. So, hats off to Montas for, for a great game. And, you know, my – I don't want to get into the bullpen. I don't want to get into the, you know, all the all – the, all the details of what led to this loss. But I, I, I think the biggest concern for me as an A's fan, I've grown up, you know, an A's fan my whole life. And we've been waiting. It feels like we've been waiting 24, 25 years for a new stadium to get done. And my, my most important 
question is, do the A's get a chance to be a part of, I think is what's considered a $12 billion project to try to make this thing happen? And what are the odds of it getting done? Or, you know, are we really looking at a relocation that, that leaves the Bay? Because regardless of whatever happened before, before the first pitch was thrown in 2022, that was the most important thing in my mind was what is going to happen when their final decision is made and they move on. They either, they ever move forward with the A's stadium here or they, or they move forward to other locations. Because if I'm a player, there is zero chance that if I'm listening to all the stuff outside that like, I want the fan base to be able to breathe and say, Hey, you know what? We're going to rebuild this team and it's going to look better. That's been the A's MO for the better part of two decades. But if we get a, if we get a no and we lose 105 games or whatever, whatever it ends up being, that's going to be truly difficult. And I I'm locked into Facebook uh, groups, you know, that are, that are tied into the A's fan base. And I keep seeing people saying things like, well, they're tanking. They're trying to lose. I was an no. APU student. I watched Stephen Vogt play when he was hitting 400 for, you know, for our university. I don't know a single guy that ever, ever says, you know what? Yeah, let's go out here and lose a ball game. That's not a baseball player's mentality. Uh, it's definitely not an A's mentality. And yeah. so I, I'm really getting sick and tired of seeing that. So I'm, I'm with those you, are Matt. My thoughts. And, and, yeah, I appreciate it, man. And, and I think you're right there because if, if the A's were a tanking team, they wouldn't have a history of being able to turn this around. You know, I think it's a little different for some of these other teams that people like to accuse of tanking because this is right within that A's cycle of the way that they rebuild and tear down and rebuild. And I think that that's an important distinction for this team because this isn't out of the norm. Like you said, this is what they've been doing for the last two decades. So hopefully they can keep that going on. And, uh, you know, we have a brighter future because that's the way that the A's have had success and they're building towards that. And they're hopeful to do that with a ballpark and maybe get some big news in the next couple months here that can really solidify a future for the A's here in Oakland. A couple more phone calls before we uh, step away here today. We're going to check in with Vince in Lafayette, where I grew up. What's going on, Vince? You enjoying life at the Park Hotel? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I don't live there, but it's, it is a nice <laughs> hotel. But, but I do have a few things I'd like to say. I mean, my opinion with the stadium, I don't think the A's are moving to Vegas. I really thought they were for a while. But I think Vegas is going to start playing hardball because they're telling them they have to pay for their own stadium to build, which is going to cost about $1.2 billion. And the reason why is Vegas is figuring – if they don't get the A's, they're definitely in line to get the new expansion. And I think they'd rather have the expansion team move to Vegas where they'd have owners come in there with money and they could build their own stadium. And, and they won't – because what happened with the Raiders, they really put the, um, the uh, state of Nevada in a, in a bad situation because they had that big hotel tax to pay for the Raiders. And I don't think they're going to do the same thing with the A's. So I think the A's are going to wind up staying. So that's the good news. As with the A's – tanking i don't think they're tanking i just think they stink right now i'll be honest with you <laughs> um you know and, I, and it's really sad to say that but it's true um the the other thing i was going to say is when i look at the a's you know you were saying this was a tough loss not really it was a, a fine game it was a not a fun way to lose but it was an interesting game then the non-interesting games was monday and tuesday 
or excuse me, Tuesday, yeah, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, when they lost, you know, eight nothing and six two. Those weren't interesting games, and the A's are having so many of those games lately because they're not interesting. And then when they jacked up, you know, they doubled the take pr- ticket prices. They took away that discount for the food, and you know, and you know, and the parking and all that. So they, they they really like tripled the ticket prices. So they're really trying to, you know, keep the fans away, which does not make business sense. And I really um, heard, I don't know if you've heard this, but there's rumblings going on where the owners may vote to force the A's to sell. Um, the club. Well, you know what? I mean, you hear rumblings about a lot of those things. I, I don't think the A's, I, I know that some of the A's have been, uh, some of the owners have been frustrated about the A's getting back into the revenue sharing. But again, that that's what we were just talking about with people that are trying to make the distinction that the A's are tanking. They're not tanking. This is what the A's have done. And the reason they were able to get back into the revenue sharing is because they've made progress towards a ballpark. And that they aren't just kind of standing idly by. And so the A's were allowed to get back into the revenue sharing. And it's part of that is contingent upon them continuing to make progress on a new ballpark, which, again, gets into the parallel path. And, you know, we don't need to get too lost in the weeds here. But, you know, that's not what what is happening with the A's. But you're going to have MLB owners that are always frustrated when they feel they have to give money from the collective pot to another team owner. You know, they don't want to do that. They want it to come to them. And so you're always going to have teams that are in that kind of pot earning that revenue sharing from the, the teams that are paying into it, they're always going to be complaining about that. That's always going to be a thing. But that's not really what, what I, what I was pointing to. I was pointing to more like there's no tenants right now and they're losing money. All the teams that come in the Oakland because there's nobody at the ballpark. And that's because of business. Hey, don't business let them tell you I that mean, they are losing money because they are not losing money with the television contracts that they've signed. They've got this, it's built in. It's not, you know, could it be more for them? Sure, but they've got money built in. So Vince, I appreciate the call, man. But yeah, they're not losing money because of what's happening. The A's and most Major League Baseball teams, their revenue is not just generated from what they get into the ballpark. They get a lot of that generated from who's turning in. And you got new deals with like what's going on with Apple and that exclusive game on Fridays. Like that's extra revenue for the teams that they're able to line their pockets with, regardless of how many people show up for a ball game right now. Well, final call, we're going to get to uh, the astrologer. I saw you checking in on Twitter that, you know, they should have left Frankie Montas in today because yeah. his star sign was good. Andrea in Berkeley. It's been a long time, but it's good to talk to you again. Yes, Joe. How are you? I'm doing well. I don't know how my stars are aligned, but I'm doing well for the most part. Oh, yeah. Message me your birth date, and I'll be happy to look for you. Okay, I'll do that. When is your birthday? Uh, November 8th. Oh, fellow Scorpio. That's right. Like uh, Justin Dukeshire. You know, I remember that game, actually, and I just looked him up, and time has marched on. He's November 19th, 1977. That's the way it goes, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Um so, yeah, you know, I'm kind of old school, but I would have left Frankie Montas in. His chart looked a lot stronger um, than Justin uh, than, um Puck. Here's the thing. Um, Frankie is born March 21, 1993, uh, Dominican Republic, so hopefully the birth date is correct. He's 29 years old, having his Saturn return of endings and new beginnings and increased career ambition. And Aries is really exuberant. It's a fire sign. It's really competitive. It's courageous. So I would have left him in. And um, A.J. Puck, uh, April 25, 1995, 
Um, Saturn opposing his Mars, crucial planet for an athlete, Mars lose energy, assertion, and aggression. Saturn opposing it can really be very frustrating. It's like one foot on the gas, one foot on the brake. It's, um, you know, really very limiting in that way and kind of being a little superstitious. I, I wouldn't have, um, I don't know why he cut his hair. But um, that being said, there's just disappointment when Saturn opposes Mars because it's some unfulfilled desires. So well, our un- unfulfilled desires were the A's getting Frankie Montas a win today or getting that no hitter. So I think that was the so un- far. Yeah, of course. Well, Andrea, I appreciate you checking in. I always uh, appreciate checking in with the out of the world and you know seeing what's going on there. So thanks for uh, for checking in and letting us know what's going on with the planets and how it's all li- it, it it's not lining up for the A's right now, but I appreciate you checking in on that part. Oh, yes. Thanks for your show, Joe. Well, thank you so much. It's uh, Joe Hughes filling in for Chris Townsend. We're going to step aside for a little bit of a break. We're going to come back on the other side. We're going to give you a chance to hear from Mark Kotze. We're going to give you a chance to hear from Frankie Montas. As we've given you a chance to vent your frustrations, now we'll give a chance for the A's manager and the A's starting pitcher today a chance to vent their frustrations after the A's fall to the Mariners 2-1 to today. Frankie Montas carried a no-hitter into the eighth inning, but the A's bullpen imploding there in the ninth inning with four walks and two wild pitches, allowing a pair of runs as the Mariners come back to steal a win from the Oakland A's and take a sweep from the green and gold here at the Coliseum. So we'll step aside. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend. We'll roll along with one final segment, checking in with the A's manager here on A's Clubhouse Live. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time-of-use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off-peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash touinfo. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their barrier locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Innovation is at the heart of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students map genes from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect to Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu impact. 
Coming in at five foot three inches, it's number one mom. She switched to Xfinity and got the all new three for one bundle. Unlimited internet, streaming, and Xfinity Mobile. All for what you could pay wireless companies for just one 5G unlimited line. Boom shakalaka. Go to Xfinity.com slash three for one, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit an Xfinity store today. Limited time offer, restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires post-pay Xfinity internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply to all services and devices. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. August 6th is International Trading Card Day and Topps wants to celebrate with you. Visit your participating local hobby shop where you will receive a free pack of cards plus a special card if you purchase $10 or more of Topps products while supplies last. Post your packs on social media using the hashtag TOPSITCD and follow along with at Topps. Visit Topps.com for more information. Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures, no worries ahead. Because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are-we-there-yet. And you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. Everyone loves shopping online. Well, I'm going to tell you what I tell my golf buddies when they buy clubs. Stop searching for coupon codes. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Plus, it's free, and you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. That's like hitting a hole in one without even trying. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. Now, you know, when it came to my KFC meal, I had to put some thought into it. KFC, may I take your order? So I started off with a warm and toasted brioche bun. Word of advice, do not sleep on brioche buns. They're French and they're fire. Come on. Now, for the star of the show. Have you ever seen such a beautiful chicken sandwich? You've got to make mine spicy. Add a side of mac and cheese, secret recipe fries, ranch, and an ice-cold lemonade. And there you have it. Check out the new Jack Harlow meal at KFC. Order ahead or on the KFC app today. Prices and participation may vary. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. I'm Joe Hughes, and for Chris Townsend this afternoon, Townie will be back with you tomorrow as the uh, A's uh, hit the road. I mean, a frustrating loss for the Oakland A's today. Frankie Montas was cruising along. I mean, he was really working hard today and getting the job done. Carried a no-hitter into the eighth inning. Then got into a little bit of trouble, gave up back-to-back hits, but... Took a little breath, found it, throw 99 miles an hour down the middle of the plate, challenging guys, saying, come on, I've been working hard all day. You can't hit me. I'll prove it to you. Getting out of that jam, and you're feeling good. The A's had just a one nothing lead, 
heading into that ninth inning, and then it all came apart. It went pear-shaped for the A's in the ninth inning as Zach Jackson and A.J. Puck unable to make the one-run lead hold up four walks and two wild pitches, allowing the Mariners to score a pair of runs. And the game ends with Seth Brown at the plate, called out on a called third strike that was down and away. It was kind of a bad strike zone. You heard his passion. You could hear it on the radio mic afterwards as he got thrown out after arguing it. But it shows you how much these A's players care that they're going down to the last strike and after a frustrating outing, just not able to get over it there. So we're going to hear now from the A's manager, Mark Kotze. We're also going to hear from Frankie Montas as we wrap it up here with the A's 2-1 loss to the Mariners. But we start with the A's manager, Mark Kotze, and what went wrong for his team today in the ninth inning. Um, obviously frustrating result, but um, just how would you sum up just Frankie's performance just before that, just what he was able to deliver for you? Um, Frankie, uh, again, goes out and dominates a game. Um, we end up on the wrong end of it. <clears throat> Frankie, uh, you know, had his best stuff today and uh, reflection of, of how deep he went without giving up a hit. Uh, Frazier slaps the ball down the left field line and uh, you know, at that point, uh, he worked his way out of that inning, uh, still throwing 98 miles an hour, and uh, gave us eight innings and, and uh, a baseball game we should have won. Um, what, what did you see going on just kind of with A.J. there, just kind of maybe struggling to kind of find the zone? Yeah, he came in and, uh, and couldn't find the zone. And uh, uncharacteristic uh, so far this year, he's been throwing strikes, uh, been able to, to get in the zone. And, uh, you know, unfortunately today, um, he just he couldn't find the fastball and uh, ended up spraying it around. And, and uh, unfortunately, um, you know, we, we end up giving up runs and, and, uh, and losing a baseball game. Yeah, after that eight inning, did you have a talk with uh, Montas or something or any thoughts of leaving in any game? Game one, nothing? No, you know, that last inning, Frankie worked hard. Um, you know, he'd gone eight innings. He did his job. Uh, you know, that's the, the job of a starting pitcher. Um, and, and you couldn't ask more of Frankie at that point. He's 100 pitches in. He, he, you know, he worked really hard that inning. And, uh, you know, for both of us, I think, you know, at that point, it's the right decision to, uh, to take the ball from Frankie and, and uh, go to the bullpen. Without Jimenez available, is it more of a challenge in that ninth inning, trying to piece that together? Yeah, you got guys that haven't, don't have experience down there, um, you know, in closing games. And, uh, you know, we, we gave our best matchups, um, you know, to the guys that we felt uh, we had down there, and uh, it just didn't work out today. Mark, what did you see in terms of the approach at, you know, the at-bats after the, after the first inning? Obviously, Bethancourt gets a nice RBI single there, but after that, what did, what did you see? Yeah, Robbie did a nice job. You know, he used a sinker early, and then he went to his four-seamer. Um, you know, he, he's a tough left-handed pitcher, and, uh, uh, you know, he kept us off balance after that first inning. Um, with, with riding fastballs in and, uh, and using that slider down below. The slider looked like he, uh, he had a good feel for it today. Um, you know, got a, a lot of swing and miss on that pitch and soft contact. You know, Frank, Frankie's been in this organization for, for a few years. Have you known him for a while? What is he, what is he meant to the A's? Yeah, Frankie's a fierce competitor, uh, leader in the staff, and uh, a guy that goes out every fifth day gives you all he's got. Every time he takes the mound, uh, he's prepared. And, uh, and, and a reflection of, of the grind, the grit that we talk about uh, in this organization it takes to, to have success. Mark, the last strike with Brown, what did you go out and say and try to either let your piece be known or try to protect uh, Seth from getting in any trouble? Yeah, I, I didn't get there soon enough for Seth. Um, 
you know, in terms of the zone today, uh, I really, really don't want to speak about it. Um, you know, right now, it's probably not a, a great time to ask that question for me. Yeah, you can hear the frustration there at the end. It wasn't just Seth, Seth Brown who was frustrated. Mark Kotze clearly frustrated. As he said, a game that they should have won. And he's, he's not wrong about that. You know, we kind of talked about it with Ken Korak there at the end of the game. Just not much to say. It was the A's failing to execute there in the ninth inning. It wasn't like Mark Kotze went and got guys that were overmatched as far as what Seattle's hitters were doing. They were just unable to find the strike zone for the A's pitchers. Zach Jackson is a guy that has been really reliable for the team so far this year. A.J. Puck has been one of their better relievers, and he just couldn't find the strike zone, just couldn't find his release point today. And the Mariners were able to take advantage without really having to do too much there. So a frustrating outing for Frankie Montas because he was spectacular today for the Oakland A's. The kind of outing you were really hoping for with the way the A's have struggled and man, this is going to go down as one of the more frustrating, if not the most frustrating loss of the season. But Frankie Montas has been a pro's pro. The guy is kind of, you know, he had smiles on his faces earlier today as he had a no-hitter going on in the A's. We're having trouble kind of trying to find a fly ball up there. Elvis Andres eventually corralled it. But, you know, he didn't look too tense, but he definitely looked frustrated at the end of the game when he was walking out of that A's bullpen after things were falling apart in the ninth inning. So we're going to hear from the A's starter here on A's Clubhouse. Man, I feel like I did my job throwing A's. You know, I already had 102 pitches. If I have probably like 90 pitches, I'd probably go back out. But 102 pitches, that's kind of a lot. As the innings were going by, how aware of you that you hadn't allowed a hit yet? And, and as the innings were going by, were you how aware were you that you hadn't allowed a hit yet? And what was going through your mind as that was going on? I was just trying to go out there and uh, get out. You know, I wasn't I wasn't really thinking about hits or whatever. I was just I was just trying to make good pitches and uh, do my job. Obviously, these are the best results you've had this season. Doesn't necessarily mean it's like you had the best stuff, but it might have been. Was this the best stuff you've had this season? Um, might be the best fastball day. Okay. You know, like my fastball was pretty good. Um, cutter was working. I didn't think I throw that many splitters, and that's like my go-to pitch. But um, I was I was feeling good with the fastball and um, it was working today. What kind of a pitch uh, Fraser hit for the first hit in the game? Uh, it was fastball, up and in. You know, we don't know what this team's going to look like in a few weeks after the trade deadline. I mean, is that something that's in the back of your mind is the possibility of, of, of getting traded? And you know, what is it? What, what, what is being an Oakland A? I guess meant meant for you. Um, I'm in Oakland A right now, so I'm not worried about getting traded or or anything. All I have to worry about is go out there and do my job and, and throw good innings. You start to feel that you had something special. This could be a special day for you. Was that in the first inning or second inning? Um, to be honest, I wasn't really feeling like I, I was like something special was happening. I was just trying to, I was locked in and getting out. I was locked in and just making good pitches. Yeah, Frankie Montas there as we roll along with A's Clubhouse. You can hear the frustration because he's right. His fastball was incredible today. 99 miles an hour a couple of times, able to just blow it past guys. You heard him say he didn't really have to go to his splitter a lot today, and that was accurate, man. He he just was locked in. He had these Mariners hitters, not a lot of hard contact, especially not hard contact in the air. A lot of that on the ground. The A's were able to control that, and 
you know, keep this game in check for the most part until it all fell apart there in the ninth inning. And like he said, he did his job today. Frankie Montas was spectacular. The A's unable to convert that for him as we uh, check the Mechanics Bank out-of-town scoreboard for you. Taking a look around the league, we see the Astros have just blown it open a little bit. It looks like uh, Pedro Alvarez with a big three-run homer as they lead the Yankees now 6-3. to That game in the top of the third inning. And earlier today, the San Francisco Giants coming up short against the Atlanta Braves. The Braves getting a 7-6 win as they take 3 out of 4 from San Francisco there at home as we check around with the Mechanics Bank out-of-town scoreboard. And now before we wrap up, it's time to see what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building and remodeling needs, you can learn more at ashbylumber.com. Well, a tough loss for the Oakland A's as they get ready to uh, head out on the road. This was a tough homestand. Another tough homestand for the Oakland A's who have now lost 18 of their last 21 games. They've lost 10, I believe, uh, 10 straight uh, series here at home. So it hasn't been a comfortable environment for the Oakland A's here at home as they get ready to head out on the road next. Uh, they're going to take off and head out to take on the Kansas City Royals next, a team that just beat them two out of three uh, here at home to start this homestand. So tomorrow night, A's and Royals, that'll be a 5-10 first pitch. Chris Townsend will be back with you as we'll get uh, the A's pregame show started at 4-10 tomorrow. But uh, if you're just joining us, a tough loss for the Oakland A's, falling to the Mariners 2-1. Frankie Montas carried a no-hitter into the eighth inning, had a shutout going after eight innings, but Zach Jackson and A.J. Puck unable to get the final three outs on four wild or, or two wild pitches and four walks, allowing the Mariners to score a pair of runs and come back and steal a game from the Oakland A's, maybe the worst loss of the year for the team but maybe it's just too early to say that yet. So A's looking to bounce back and see if they can build some positivity, leaving the Coliseum and heading to Kauffman Stadium. Thanks for joining me. I've been Joe Hughes filling in for Chris Townsend. We'll have another uh, A's broadcast for you coming up tomorrow, beginning at 410. The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than the Last Dive Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com. That's lastdivebar.com. Humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the internet. Not to mention drones, duct tape, and the hot dog. It's all thanks to the power of human connections. And Ring Central's here to make that even easier, more seamlessly and securely, on a platform built to grow your business. Say hello to a whole new way to say hello. Visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities. Ring Central. Message, video, phone, together. Who's feeling especially happy about their rides right now? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. In times like this, you need good gas mileage. This car, it has it. Gas mileage is amazing. The gas mileage is what's so great. America's most fuel-efficient full-line automaker is Honda. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your NorCal Honda dealer today. Fuel efficiency based on 2021 EPA estimate of model year 2020 large full-line automaker fleet-wide fuel economy. Ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com.
You and your phone have been through a lot this past year. It's been your lifeline to the world. And now some big wireless company is telling you you got to buy a new phone from them and sign their contract? They don't control you. With TrackPhone Wireless, you can keep the phone, number, and network you already have. Already got a 5G phone? Keep that too. Because TrackPhone runs on America's best networks now with 5G nationwide. Plus, we've got unlimited talk and text smartphone plans starting at just 20 bucks. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. 5G nationwide access requires a 5G capable device. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Uh, where'd you get that synthesizer? I just bought it. Since we're saving so much with no mortgage down payment and no PMI with Navy Federal Credit Union, I figured I'd put some of that extra money to good use. Oh, and I'm starting a band with some platoon mates. <laughs> Great. Learn how you can save $2,500 on average with a Navy Federal mortgage at NavyFederal.org. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. <laughs> Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. That <laughs> looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Here's the pitch again to Elvis. Swung on line to right, a base hit. Chavez the third up with the ball is Dyson. Here's a throw to the plate. And it's going to be close to dive the tag. Save at the plate, and the A's have won it. And that is blasted. Left center field on its way, way back. And Sean Murphy is headed out. The A's go back to back. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre and post game for every game. Down the line, Tucker giving chase in the corner at the wall and gone. Tony Kemp unloads on Luis Garcia. Shocks the Astros with the long ball. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's baseball.